Hey guys, welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. Uh, this is a, another episode of Dictations uh, that you're getting ready to listen to. Um, this one was a cool one because um, we were actually at a, at a conference um, this past weekend and uh, we just put the mic on and started talking uh, right after uh, two full days of, of lectures uh, for Dr. Rogers. And, um, and it was cool just to to hear the things that he was learning and uh, some of the things that uh, was affirmed for him and also some you know, additional stuff that, uh, that he's getting into that, that can really um, help the patients at Performance Medicine. So anyways, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and get into the conversation. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming from the doctor's note. Um, hope you guys are, are getting a ton out of that, and I hope you're getting just as much out of listening to uh, to these uh, podcasts. Anyways, uh, I'll let you get to the conversation, and we will see you guys next week. Hello, everyone. Um, this is Ben. I'm, I'm actually sitting alongside Dr. Rogers again this week. Um, this is this is not what we normally do, but but we're actually we're in Nashville at a at an A4M conference, which is an integrative medical conference, the American Academy of Anti Aging, um, and this is going to be a really cool podcast because um, we're we're fresh off of a off of a full day of lectures, and and Dr. Rogers wanted to you know get a few things you know out on the podcast that that he's learning, that has been affirmed for us, you know, throughout uh, this weekend. We're recording on a Saturday. Uh, you guys are probably listening uh, at some point on Monday or um, later on the week. Maybe you're listening uh, a few months out. I don't know. But um, but this is a good one. So, um, Dr. Roger, I'm going to let you kind of explain, um, you know, what you're doing here and kind of your history with A4M, uh, just to give some context uh, to the people listening. Uh, hi, Ben. Yeah, this is an interesting story about how I got involved with uh, the American Academy of Anti-Aging and doing all the stuff with integrated medicine, hormone replacement, etc. Um, about 15 years ago, uh, at least, um, I went. I was looking for a way to get some CME hours, and, and I really wanted to go to Las Vegas just because I'd never been there. And so uh, during the week I had off, there was a con- there was an A4M conference, which I had no idea what it was. So I just think synced that up and, and to get a trip to Vegas, and I actually went down to the, one of the first lectures um, before heading off to the Strip. Um, in Las Vegas, and they started talking about uh, this new branch of medicine, and a light bulb went off in my head, and of course I stayed for the whole conference, and um, it just went from there. I ended up doing a fellowship uh, with them and getting board certified in integrated medicine through that um, academy, uh, through many more years of training, and and this is we're in Nashville today. We go to several a year and keep up through various ways with uh, the integrated medical movement. You know, initially I thought I was it, what perked my ears up was when they started talking 15 years ago about low testosterone, and um, you know I thought it was just kind of about 
low T replacement and then the female hormones, menopause, etc. And that's kind of what got me hooked on this. And then as I began, I realized that, hey, I was practicing medicine really the wrong way. I was just writing prescriptions for people all day long and not really solving their problem or getting to the basis of their problem, which is the way most of us doctors have been trained. So this kind of was different in that actually we try to figure out why you have a problem and, and try to get to the root of it. So it kind of started with hormone replacement and then it led into all this other stuff um, about um, figuring out why you're tired or why you hurt or why you're depressed or why your stomach hurts. Um, so, you know, the, the thing that kind of hit home with this particular conference in Nashville was um, I was questioning myself, uh, is hormone replacement enough? And really the answer is no, hormone replacement's not enough. Um, because I practice the way I do and you kind of, the word gets out that you're um, good at figuring out problems that other physicians may not have had the time or knowledge to do, um, i.e. nutrition. Um, and it kind of, it led by word of mouth to other people coming to me with uh, other problems like they heard their, their cousin you know, Stephen is obese and he needs problems or um, Sue is, is has a thyroid problem and they're not really helping her. Um, or, you know, their Uncle Charlie uh, is getting dementia and they want answers uh, and maybe help with that. So it's led into this whole uh, thing where you have to look at the whole person. And so in the last 15 years... I would say that I've become pretty proficient at at looking at the whole person, like their gut, their thyroid problems, their adrenals, which um, is based on stress responses. Um, you know, we look into toxicities. You know, we live in a very uh, toxic world, and we're exposed to a lot of things that really are bad for our health. Um, I've learned so much about nutrition, and I've learned that what they taught us in medical school and what they're still teaching is completely wrong. Um, I've, I deal with a lot of obesity. Um, I deal with a lot of brain problems. I look at the heart and the vasculature and the nervous system. So it all interplays with each other. So it's really not enough to have somebody come in and they have low T and you just start giving them creams or shots or pellets, you really, if you want to do that person right, you're going to, you know, ask questions and look at the whole person. Because what I find is, uh, especially in females, you know, with, with hormone replacement, we do it in a very safe way called bioidentical hormone replacement, which truly is very safe and a hundred times better than the synthetic hormones, which scared everybody away. But anyway, um, you know, so you can't just give them hormones and not look at all the other stuff because a couple things will happen if you do that. Number one, they'll feel better for two or three months, and then they'll come back to you and say, well, it worked at first, but it's really, I don't, I'm not getting a lot better, you know, in all the other aspects. That's because you didn't look at all the other stuff that may be going on with them, like a gut dysbiosis or, you know, stress reactions, insomnia, nutritional 
deficiencies, vitamin deficiencies. Um, so it, it led me to really have a really comprehensive program for people to to figure out what's going on with them as they age and really to help them in matters other than just hormone replacement. Because if you just look at that, you know, you're going to get a patient that's disappointed down the line. They may be mad at you. So you're forced to be a better physician and to look at things in a lot more detail. And those are usually the people that come to me. And it's hard because it requires a lot of knowledge that you have to really go get. And through seeing patients over the years, you get experience as to what works and what's important, what doesn't work, and what's hokey and what's real. Um, so it's been a really interesting uh, journey uh, on the anti-aging um, movement, you know, and I'm very, of course, who wouldn't be interested in it? It's interesting that we've, Ben's met a lot of the physicians that have come to this meeting, and I find that a lot of them, and they're from all over the world, that um, aren't even practicing physicians anymore. They're retired, but they're coming to these things just for their own health and knowledge. Were you impressed with that? Yeah, that, that was the the thing that that stood out to me the most is um, you got a group full of doctors who you know, are coming here to learn things that that they're going to apply to their own health. And and I think what's what's interesting about what what you're doing and what performance medicine is doing is you know is is you're not only applying it to yourself but but also applying it to to the way you practice and you're implementing it in a in a real you know medical practice setting um which i mean you and i could talk for days about um you know getting into the you know the cash only movement and you know why we've chosen to to not take insurance um but but yeah that really stood out to me about the the physicians who are who are coming here for uh for CME to maintain their license um yet they're not practicing and they're applying all this stuff on their on themselves or themselves and their families and people that they know and yeah. yeah it's just really interesting most doctors are kind of scientists researcher types anyway so they'll always be interested in it and you know what we have at our practice now at our performance medicine are all the tools we need and testing that you need to kind of figure out what's going on with you and these are tests that I guarantee you, I knew nothing about 15 years ago, and most doctors have never even heard or even would think about doing this kind of testing, like urinary estrogen metabolites and making sure that those hormones are going through a safe pathway that don't increase your risk for, say, breast cancer, and looking at your gut microbiome, looking at your thyroid and your adrenals in, in detail and giving you the tools to uh, start getting yourself better through um, supplements, eating right, and medications, um, but figuring the whole thing out. Well, let me ask you, one thing that's coming to mind, and, and I don't know the answer to this, is you said that hormone therapy isn't enough. Is it, is it the best start? You know, it, as patients are going through this journey, um, you know, to feeling better feeling like them be their best selves as as they age is hormone therapy the best place to start well it, it, 
it's I don't know if it's the best place to start, but it's what brings people in. Like for men, they come in because they have low testosterone or erectile dysfunction. Women come in because they're tired, they're getting fat, they're going, they're having hot flashes, night sweats, decreased libido. They don't know what to do, and they don't understand about their hormones. So it's a good starting point for me to get them in there and kind of, you know, listen to them and see what other issues they have because if you get, just give them hormones and they've got a messed up gut or they're so stressed out and not sleeping, those hormones aren't going to work very well. Yeah. Um, you just have to face that fact. So it's a good thing for us to get them in and then they see what I'm doing and they'll bring their their sibling or their um, aunt or uncle who has an autoimmune disease that's really never been looked into as to why they have it and, you know, why their gut may be causing that and um, toxicities, food allergies, all that type of thing. And so it's just a real interesting, it's a great thing, I think, that we're doing. Yeah, uh, I, I think, you know, what I'm hearing is is that hormone therapy is optimized or it works best when you are looking at the whole person. You're able to see the all, all the other things that could be contributing towards uh, a patient not feeling well or not feeling their best. That's exactly right. So when it's, you... it's kind of like it's kind of like you know you can't out exercise a bad diet. That whole mentality. That's exactly right, and you know. What we like to do is when you come in for hormones or whatever, you know, I'm going to ask you about your gut. I'm going to ask you about your adrenals. I'm going to, I actually test for those. We have some great tests that, that look at that. I'm going to ask you about your brain, about your memory, about um, I'm going to figure out if your body's inflamed, which is really the root of most diseases we see is inflammation. Sometimes we'll look at some genetic SNPs and look at some of the things that you may be uh, – kind of prone to by heredity and how to change them um it's called epigenetics so it's just an exciting thing that we're doing i have no plans to quit doing it i'll just keep learning and you know helping uh, patients and helping ourselves as well well um if you don't have anything else to add we're gonna we're gonna uh jump off here and uh as as always we look forward to doing this every single week uh this week's a we're doing it on a Saturday, but next week will probably be a Sunday. Um, uh, so you have anything else to, to kind of close, close out with? No. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and, uh, and we will see you guys next week.